Well, I guess there's at least some good news for the Razorback football team, right? You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Tuesday, and I apologized about the later podcast as uh, there was a lot of stuff going on in the uh, Razorback world that had to wait on until it actually came out, and there was a lot of things going on when it came to football, basketball, and baseball, and also I'm trying to get ready for Nashville in the SEC tournament. So apologize about the uh, late arrival of the podcast, but uh, it'll be a quick one because, again, i got to head out for Nashville and uh, get all that done. But I wanted to uh, talk about some of the big things going on with the uh, Razorbacks as well as football, basketball, baseball, and actually starting off with a little bit of the uh, football side of things. We know spring practice is starting up which is, again, I've I talked about, I like it. I think it's pretty fun. And uh, you had some really good news to start off as uh, we got to hear from Sam Pittman, nothing too crazy in his first press conference as far as anything significant or anything of note, other than the fact that they did land a five-star transfer cornerback. That's right, you heard me. A five-star transfer cornerback named Jaheim Singletary. That's huge. He's from Jacksonville, Florida. He was ranked the number 27 overall prospect in the nation, the number five cornerback, and the number five prospect in the state of Florida. And uh, according to a lot of people there, 2470, he's one of the best players in the class. He's 6'1", 175 pounds. He entered into the portal as he's transferring from Georgia. He entered into the portal on January 13th, right after the national championship run for Georgia. And uh, he went to decide to go to the Bulldogs over places like Ohio State, Auburn, Florida, Florida State, LSU, Miami, Michigan, Tennessee, USC, and several others. He didn't record any statistics for the Bulldogs last year while redshirting. Well, I mean, when you got a national championship team and you're a true freshman cornerback, it kind of makes sense as to why uh, you may not be able to have a lot of stats there. But Sam Pittman did say, uh, he's like, we're excited to bring him. Uh, he's a big-time player out of Georgia. He signed an SEC, his SEC agreement with us. It's on here as official visit on Sunday and Monday, and he left this morning. We were very fortunate. And so this is something that's huge for Arkansas, especially seeing how bad they were in uh, the secondary and in pass defense just a season ago. I didn't realize until I was reading uh, hogsports.com, the article that uh, Trey Biddy put out, that Arkansas was actually dead last, like 131 out of 131 FBS programs in pass yardage allowed, which was nearly 300 yards a game. I knew it was bad, but I didn't realize it was like dead last, absolute trash, as bad as what it was. And so this will be something that can really help out. So you're talking about a few defensive backs that Arkansas has added here uh, just recently out of the transfer portal. You got the two guys from Baylor. You got this guy now. And it seems like uh, this is going to be something that can really help out Arkansas. Now, people are saying, how do you really get excited about a guy who was a five-star coming out of high school and when he didn't even play for Georgia? I mean, what, what's the what's the reasoning behind that? How do you know exactly how good he can be or what he can do? Well, my thing is, it's just like we've seen from uh, other places. If you're good enough to play at Georgia and you were a five-star coming out of high school and you had all the offers in the world and you didn't play on that team because it was a national championship team with a lot of seasoned veterans that had been on the team and that were in that secondary, it makes a little bit sense of why he wants to transfer out because it's like, hey, this is going to be something where it's really tough where they're getting five-star guys right and left. I'm going to go try to uh, take my talent somewhere else. And he's taking them to Arkansas. I think it's a huge get for them. It's They're very – uh, fortunate to have somebody like him, and it's just nice to be able to have some big-time dudes in the secondary that at least can be excited about and feel really good about and possibly 
uh, being able to uh, take Arkansas and get them out of the out of the rough patches that they've been in when it comes to the uh, secondary and in the past defense as well. So I love it. I love the fact that they're able to do this. It just shows you that the transfer portal don't really know what's going to happen with it, when, where, how, or why. But when it does happen, you got to get excited about it. Now, am I expecting Singletary to come in immediately and be a five-star caliber player to where he becomes an All-American for Arkansas in the secondary? That would be cool. That would be awesome. But I think that a more realistic thing is for him just to come in and add to the depth. Because that's here's the thing. Arkansas still got some dudes that have, have a lot of experience in the secondary when it comes to playing that position and having success. I think, of course, uh, a guy like Nudie, Dwight McLaughlin, was really good, and he's going to be back. You got... Uh, Quincy McAdoo, who was really good, came along as a freshman. He'll be back. Uh, you got uh, a guy like Miles um, Slusher, who uh, is it Miles Slusher? I think it's, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to check if it's Miles Slusher. No, Ladarius Bishop. Thank you. Not Miles Slusher. Ladarius Bishop. That one. Yes. Miles Slusher went to Louisville. Uh, Bishop's going to be back. He had a season ending injury, but uh, he'll, he'll be making his return. You got Hudson Clark, and who's uh, an experienced SEC guy as well. And then you add in the transfer. So, I think automatically this team's going to be better in the secondary. They can't get any worse than dead last, right? So they will be better in the secondary, and it's just nice that Arkansas still working at it and being able to add a big-time player to step right in and hopefully help out the team is huge. So kudos to Sam Pittman, kudos to his staff, kudos to everybody involved being able to add it. They got, uh, I think, seven scholarships still available for Arkansas, so they're going to still try to hit the portal and still get some guys that can really uh, make some big-time impacts in the early going. But, uh, yeah, that's huge. That's huge for Arkansas. I love it. And I was looking at uh, some of his film. Looks really good. He, he's a guy that I feel like uh, not only will be uh, an impact player, but is excited to be at Arkansas, excited to be there with, uh, of course, the new coaches that have come in with uh, with Travis Williams and being the new defensive coordinator in the way that uh, he coaches, as well as uh, Marcus Woodson and Darren Wilson. Like Those are all guys that are new to the game, and I think that we hear, or at least have been hearing, how much they are about recruiting and how big of uh, recruiting impactors that they are. And I think this is another reason of showing it. And also, you don't forget about Lorando Johnson, the uh, Baylor kid who uh, was huge. So you're acting, you're adding some dudes in here that can really contribute right away. And even at the safety position and cornerback, so they need a lot of help. So kudos to Sam Pittman and his staff. I think that they're doing the right things there. They still got some work to do in some other regards, but I like what I'm seeing so far. That's for sure. Folks, uh, midway point of the NBA season is here now, and it's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because the new customers get the no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet does not win. Just download the FanDuel Sports app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to the point scores to three string, no matter what it is, no matter what's going on in the NBA, same game parlays, player props, all of that. They have you covered. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanduel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so continuing on with the uh, Locked On Razorbacks podcast, uh, you know, it was really dumb that, also dumb that I didn't uh, change the graphics too. I've been struggling today. It's been a crazy one, so never mind though. Let's just look at the captions. Um, but uh, the there's people that were going around on, it was a social media rumor that was starting earlier today about uh, particular players uh, transferring out and, uh, you know, from basketball or maybe getting sat or maybe getting suspended or maybe leaving the team, you know, whatever it may be, there was just a lot of that going around. And usually when there's smoke, there's fire. And everyone was trying to figure out, okay, well, what was going on with, uh, was it the Mitchell twins? Was it Devo? Was it council? Was it, like every time something like that pops up and I start to hear about it, I'm like, Okay, well, maybe there's something to it because there is a lot of smoke. And when there's smoke, there's fire. Could be something to this. Well, Merrick Musselman met with the media today and talked about all of the things about the Auburn game, about the you know what he's expecting out of the team, how they're going to handle it, yada, yada, yada. And uh, he even alluded to the fact that going up against a guy like Johnny Broom, he expects the Mitchell twins to, to be a part of it. And even earlier uh, today when they put out the tweet that they were flying out to Nashville, you saw the Mitchell twins out there getting on the plane. So the whole rumor and speculation about uh, Arkansas having some sort of transfers or some sort of issues there when it came to uh, players leaving or you know quitting the team or getting suspended didn't have any sort of like reality or logic behind it. And when I heard it, I was like this, I don't know how much sense that makes, but Again, I had some people that I trust that were saying it too. I was like, well, maybe there's something to it, but nothing happened from it. And so this is kind of like the frustrating thing that can come into place when it comes into rumors and how do you approach them and how do you handle them? What do you do with them? All those things. Um, but I, I was just glad to hear that it was all that, just rumor and speculation. And I'm sure that some of this stuff gets brought up because anytime that there's things going bad or going poorly, or at least not as good as what you're hoping and trying to make it, then people start bringing in these things up. Like, it's oh, there's got to be something going on. Is it somebody getting suspended? Is somebody in trouble? Like, there's been bad body language, whatever it may be. And then it just goes through the grapevine, and then, you know, what happens? And I'll admit, like, a lot of times there's been something that has happened, whether it's been significant or not. It's still been something that's happened, but this time it wasn't anything. So nobody, at least at the point in this time, and at the point of this recording of this podcast and everything, there is no players that are going to be uh, suspended or anything like that at this point. And it looks like we're going to be good to go on that front. So it's just dumb when those rumors start. And I love the people that are all over social media that either say like they, they bring up rumors. And then if you like even sort of like acknowledge the rumor, then they're like, why are you spreading rumors? I was like, well, you wanted to talk about the rumors. Well, no, I know you're not supposed to only, only we can talk about the rumors. You're not supposed to talk about it. I was like, well, you got to talk about what people want to talk about. Why are you spreading rumors? It's like, relax. And then when the people find out that the rumors are true, they'll be like, all these idiots that are spreading rumors on, on, on social media. I was like, you're doing it. Like you're, you're the one that's been involved in it. So it's just a, a nonsensical thing. I'm not a big J journalist. I'm not a insider. I'm not any of that. I'm not ever going to claim to, but I'm always very careful with stuff like that. And this is the reason why stuff like this, that ends up happening. Got to be careful with it. Got to be extremely cautious of uh, anything that can come off and uh, be problematic for Arkansas or for anybody or for any players, especially when they're dealing with stuff that people don't even know about. So again, just keep your head on a swivel, trust the people that you trust, at least uh, here on this podcast and on my, my social media, I'm not saying that I'm better than anybody, but I'm definitely never going to react or report or say something that I don't know to be a hundred percent true, or at least uh, 
have uh, some legitimacy to it as well. So just keep your head on a swivel. We all get it wrong. We all make mistakes, but that wasn't something that needed to be happening today, especially with all the nonsense going on in the basketball program as it is. Folks, if you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then Built Bar is the one for you. It's an incredible protein bar that you have to try. If you have not tried it, you're missing out. What are you doing? Get online right now, built.com, and order them. You will be shocked about how amazing that these Built Bars taste, as well as how healthy they are, how easy they are, how convenient they are, and the amazing flavors that they have to choose from. They're covered in 100% chocolate. Almost seems too good to be true. But don't worry, because not only do they have delicious flavors to choose from online, but you can also go to your local Walmart and Sam's Club and check them out that way as well. Incredible. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. So check it out, whether it's the four-bar box, the 13-bar box, or just buy all the boxes. Head over to Built.com, check them out there, or also go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club, where I promise you, you'll find plenty of Built Bars, because they are hot commodities, but they have all the flavors to choose from with Built and Built.com and Built Bars. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Told you it'd be a quick one, but uh, that's the way it goes. But Razorback baseball takes care of business in the, the midweek game against the Army. Uh, excuse me, Army West Point is what they want to be called. Um, so, okay. But uh, Army wants to once we call that. Well, they uh, they also go home with an L. They lost this game seven to five. Arkansas moves now to ten and two, and it was pretty incredible to think that uh, the Black Knights in their first ever meeting they actually had a lead in this game, and they were looking good too. And I think they're up four nothing, and then some homers got hit, uh, especially because Arkansas was scoreless through the first five innings. Wagner goes out there and hits a bomb, a three run shot, and then Jace boyfriend comes out. And it's a solo shot. And then Kendall Diggs being clutch, dude. Three run shots and the left center field in the bottom of the eighth. And that was all she wrote. It was seven to five. So huge, huge performances there. And I, that's the thing I love about this team is that they got clutch hitting, man. They are clutch when it comes to their getting up there and getting down to the nitty gritty and at the end of the games. And also when they get down early, even they just keep chipping away. They keep pounding it back. I can't tell you how many times Arkansas has been gut down in a lot of these games, and in some cases, pretty significant amount of runs, but have found ways to win. I think that's a great sign going forward. It's a great sign for this team uh, heading into the rest of the season. SEC play is going to be here next weekend. It's amazing that you're already at that point, but Arkansas is going to be uh, opening up SEC play against Auburn. So uh, get them ready and see how it goes. But I love the fact that they're able to overcome so much and look really good and be able to come from behind in some of these games. Now, the stuff that sucks is you have another major injury as uh, right-hand pitcher Cody Frank is out for the season. That's right. He's out for the season. Uh, I know that we've been talking about the injuries that have happened to Arkansas, and there's been quite a few of them. We know with Jackson Wiggins and Brady Tiger. Luckily with Tiger, it's not uh, you know it's something that's all season long. He'll be back in a few weeks. But he's going to have a procedure done on Monday. Cody Frank will that uh, will end his season. So you're talking about your ace, a significant bullpen player, and your closer all being out for significant periods of time, or in the cases of the first two, out for the season. It sucks, but you know, no one's going to feel sorry for you. you got to go out there and get it done. So hopefully Arkansas can figure out more guys to step up. Hopefully uh, the batting can still get going and the offense can still be strong, which has looked really good so far. But it's just not something you wanted to see or wanted to hear or wanted to deal with. But the year of the injuries continues on for the Razorback athletic program, and I want it to stop, and it needs to stop now. Hopefully it does. Appreciate everybody listening in to Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. 
can also get after me on Twitter, Buzz John Neighbors, for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. Keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.